It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 268, entitled WordPress.Corg. It was recorded on Monday, the 25th of September, 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and I'll be joined by three fabulous guests today. I'm joined by Taco Verdenshot, by Rob Cairns, and by Zubia Sadiq. It's a WordPress podcast, so guess what? We talk about WordPress. Loads and loads of discussion today about the difference between WordPress.org and WordPress.com and possible conflicts, possible overlaps, possible confusion that dominates our conversation in all sorts of ways today. We talk about the fact that WP Tavern has got themselves a nice new forum. We talk about a couple of events, Woo Session, the WP Accessibility Day. Openverse has won an award. I've started a new show called Unfiltered with the Filter Agency. 10Up has joined Fueled. There's a few new plugins. Black Friday is around the corner. Security news, all sorts of WordPressy stuff. And it's all coming up next on This Week in WordPress. This episode of the WP Builds podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with the hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. Find out more at go.me forward slash WP Builds. Hey, 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 hello, hi there. This is This Week in WordPress, episode number 268. That's actually quite a lot. Quite proud of myself for getting to episode number 268. When I began, this was my goal, to get to 268. And I've done it this week. So as of next week, the show's done. No! We'll be back next week. I am joined by three fabulous guests, as you can see, over there. First time over there is Rob Cairns. How are you doing, Rob? Uh, doing well, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Rob is, well, Rob Cairns, I should say, is the founder and CEO of Stunning Digital Marketing. He's an agency, which is an agency that specializes in WordPress security. He's the creator of the SDM Show podcast. And in his spare time, he loves spending time in wine country and touring around Canada. Thank you once more for joining us on the show today. Really appreciate it. There's like tons of news this week, so we're not going to be short of stories. Over there, over there, over there. Do you know what would be my favorite thing in the world is if my hand just came in, just somehow <laughs> could extend. Yeah, over there. There's Taco. Check him out. It's Taco Verdenshot. How are you doing, Taco? I'm good. Thank you. It has been a while. Taco, um, yes. Taco was a real regular on the show. And then things at the company changed and collisions with schedules and all that. But I'm glad that you've made the time today for the finale to the This Week in WordPress show. Taco, if you didn't know, I mean, how would you know who Taco works for just by looking at that picture? Taco is the head of relations at Yoast, community supporter in the Make WP community team, translator for Dutch, local WP meetup organizer, and a WordCamp addict. Naming him after food, maybe, <laughs> maybe his parents' best decision ever, because people tend to never forget his name. Taco has been with Yoast for over 10 years. Bravo. That's amazing. And deserves the award for, yes, most irregular co-host of this week in WordPress. Yeah. Between his full-time job and spending time with his family, Taco enjoys riding his bike on his trails bike, 
which he obviously doesn't do nearly uh, enough, as you can... <gasps> controversy, as you can see from his double chin. <laughs> you wrote that about yourself. Whatever time is left in the week is divided between sleep and Netflix. I'm doing... I'm sporting the triple here, but it's hidden by a beard. <laughs> Uh, so the fun thing is, I know that you typically don't look at the intros until you read them out loud. So I can make you say anything. <laughs> yeah, you truly can. You truly can. Oh, well, thank you for joining us. I've told this story before, but I'm going to say it again. The first time I ever met Marika, I did a podcast with her in Berlin in uh, WordCamp Europe. And she, you know this story probably, but I, th I love it. She said to me, I, I was asking her about the difficult jobs in the organization. You know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And she just said, oh, no, we just get Taco to do all that. <laughs> and I thought you were software. <laughs> I thought you were a piece of software. I Call sometimes taco. feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Taco a Dutch name? Or is that like quite irregular? For well, it's it's not a common name. Okay. So, um, I think there's about 1,200 people that are named Taco. And um, the popularity slightly decreased after the Mexican dish was introduced in the country. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, I love it. And thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And also there, down there, we have Zubair Sadiq. How are you doing, Zubair? I'm doing good, Nathan, and thank you for having me again. Yeah, you're, you are so welcome. Uh, Zubair is the founder of the Oh My WordPress group. He's the organizer at Karachi's WordPress meetup, and he's the community manager for WP Experts. Really appreciate you all three of you being here. Thank you so much. Just a couple of bits of housekeeping before we begin. If you're joining us uh, on Facebook, uh, typically Facebook don't allow your your username or your avatar or what have you to come across to the platform. And so you have to you have to do this little permission thing. And the way that you're going to do that, it's probably embedded in the in the thread of the of this post, but go to wave.video forward slash lives forward slash Facebook and give wave.video permission to know who you are via Facebook. Wave.video forward slash lives forward slash Facebook's uh, Facebook, sorry. And uh, yeah, that will allow us to see who you are. The other thing to mention is, doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, put it down, put it down and go to this URL, wpbuilds.com forward slash live, then go into the URL bar, highlight all of it, right click, copy, go to a social network, Facebook or Twitter, right click, paste, then write something effusive like, oh, I'm watching this show, it's great, Taco's on and Rob's on and Zubair's on, and then click return. Uh, get some people to join us. That would be really nice. We love that. And we love the comments that come in. And we've got a few coming in already. We've got Alan Fuller giving us a wave. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? As is always the case, Peter Ingersoll updates us about the weather where he lives. It's become a tradition. Peter Ingersoll, good morning from Connecticut, where it's a rainy 13 degrees centigrade, 56 degrees Fahrenheit after a similarly rainy weekend. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Peter. It's actually nice and warm here today. I, I feel bad. Andrew Palmer's joining us. Good morning. Oh, good morning from the USA. He's on his holiday. Lovely. Very nice to have you with us. If you want to make a comment, please do that. But let's get stuck into the WordPress and stuff for this week. Bit of self-promotion to begin with. Sorry about that. That's just the way it goes. Um, there's our website, wpbills.com. If you want to stay up to date with what we do, just put your, put your email address in that little box there. Click go. And uh, we'll send you two emails a week, one to say when... This episode is released and want to say when the podcast comes out, which is on a Thursday. 
Uh, you can see that we're sponsored by GoDaddy Pro. Thank you to them for helping keep the podcast open. That is so amazingly grateful. Well, I am very, very grateful. The other thing to say is I know we've only just finished summertime and it feels like Black Friday was yesterday, but it's coming round again. And if we put together this page of all the deals that we can find, and so I'm at that point in the year where I'm asking people, product owners, if you've got a plug-in, theme, block, service, whatever in the WordPress space, then uh, go to this page. The easiest way to remember it is go to wpbuilds.com forward slash black, wpbuilds.com forward slash black. And then there's a button there which says add your deal. Click on that. You'll get to this form. And some basic stuff, you know, you've got to categorize it, give us your name, give us your email, give us your product name, coupon code, all of that kind of stuff. And we'll feature it on our viewed quite a bit uh, page with Black Friday deals on it. So, yeah, do that if you've got a Black Friday deal. The other thing I want to mention is last episode we did was 342 of the podcast, not this show. Uh, and we had a podcast with Thomas J. Reef. It's the third in our four-part series, Breaking Down the uh, plug-in madness, uh, security madness in the WordPress space. We've had Calvin Alcon on, we've had Akshat Chowdhury, and now we've got Thomas J. Reef. He's from um, We Watch Your Website. And uh, yeah, fascinating insight into his thoughts on malware and firewalls in the WordPress space and how useful they are or not. I think that's it. I think I've done all the promotion I'm going to do. So let's get on to this. Okay, first thing this week is you've seen this page before i'm sure if you've been in the wordpress space for any length of time you'll notice that there's a wordpress hosting page on that page typically are two or three companies up until recently it said bluehost dreamhost and then it said siteground for reasons unknown siteground was taken away from that page probably i'm going to guess it was about two months ago or something like that now and then this week maybe it was this week maybe it was the last 10 days or so but up has popped wordpress.com and obviously again if you're in the wordpress space you know the difference org is one thing com is another thing so this is kind of a bit of a controversy how has it made it up to there now to be listed on the page to be fair they are, they are very frank about it. They, they do say that inclusion on this page, the listing is completely arbitrary, meaning that they can list who they want, when they want, for however long they want, and say what they want. Uh, but it includes criteria like contributions to .org, customer base, ease of it, auto-install, non-GPL violations, all of that kind of stuff. But you can imagine the outcry. It does seem like the, the .com side, you know, is that an unfair advantage? So I'm going to throw that one out there, and we can have a big bun fight about it, and see see if we can get to the uh, see if we can get to the bottom of it. Does this stuff does this stuff irk you, or are you totally sanguine about it? Does it not bother you? It's arbitrary. They can do what they like. Over to you guys. Just interrupt as you feel feel fit. I'm going to start because sure. I, I got a pile of issues here, and it happened in the middle of the big community bun fight two weeks ago, at, right in the middle of it. And one of my biggest complaints is forget the, this page. Let's go to the recommended plugin page. They're all automatic plugins. So here we go again. And this goes to why the .com and the .org sites need to be separated because WordPress.com should not be on that WordPress hosting page. It happened right in the middle of the community battle where other hosts were called out, other things happened, and it, it's just not kosher, in my opinion. Um, is that because it just feels to you a little bit icky because the, the the caveat that they've obviously 
put at the bottom of the page, which is a kind of get out of jail free card if you play Monopoly. That's the uh, that's the ability to just sort of say nothing applies. It's you know up to us. It, it feels icky because the dot org and the dot com is run by the same leadership, and uh, non profit companies a leadership needs to be separated from profit companies, and then decisions like this wouldn't be questioned or in uh, controversy. So yeah, it does feel icky in okay. my opinion. Yeah, that's fine. But I actually think. It will, as long as it's not an exhaustive list of every possible WordPress host out there, there's always going to be someone who feels left out or not included or whatever. Um, given the size of WordPress.com as a host, and for that matter, also as a free host, it makes sense for it to be there. As much as my community heart agrees with you, Rob, that there's a little bit of controversy between .org and .com and that there's unclarity on how the two are separated to the outside world. But realistically, they are a major WordPress host. So it, it makes sense for them to be there next to DreamHost and Bluehost. Um, I do wonder at the point where the button was, you know, the publish button was pushed on that post. I mean, I have no doubt that whoever uh, was either instructed or did publish that post, they must have known that this was going to be controversial. So I, I doubt very much it was not thought through. It must have been okay. There's going to be there's going to be people saying, "Whoa, hang on a minute." There's going to be people who are fine with it. Other people who think this is a little bit strange. Uh, but no doubt it was a, a calculated risk, for want of a better word. So, yeah, okay, thank you, uh, Taco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Zubir, anything you want to say on this? Yeah, I just want to add one thing, Nathan, that WordPress.org and WordPress.com, uh, I think these two domains or these two, uh, you know, commercial and uh, free aspect need more clarity uh, for the users. Okay, these are two separate things. And secondly, uh, WordPress.org is built by, you know, volunteers and communities and all these things. So, uh, and WordPress.com uh, fetch their the brand power from the WordPress.org. So, uh, the clear aspect should be uh, given like, okay, that is the commercial aspect. The WordPress.com is the com for uses for the commercial aspect and WordPress.org is used for the free aspect. So, uh, I agree with the taco that okay, it's not a bad thing to for uh, to you know put WordPress.com on WordPress.org page. It's not a bad thing, but the clarity should be given uh, while uh, doing such kind of act. And it's it's just a little bit feeling like the you know self promotion for the thing. Uh, it can hurt the people who are volunteers and all those things. So there should be a clarity about it. Yeah, I think that because the three of us, well, myself included, four of us, uh, kind of obsess about WordPress more than is healthy for us, probably. <laughs> um, the, it's so clear, that definition, that the distinction is so self-evident that it's fine. But I, I do wonder if you were coming to, to WordPress and, and really your Google search began with just the word WordPress. Um, I, I do think that is a very difficult thing to parse. Like, what what is the difference there? Oh, there's a .com, there's a .org. What's going on? Um, and this this controversy feeds into some other things, which we'll yep. we'll get onto now. 
Um, but anyway, it's there. Uh, Peter Ingersoll makes a, a point that, uh, unfortunately, it's far from arbitrary. I'm quoting Peter. Unfortunately, it's far from arbitrary as it's been only five or so hosting companies featured on this page since 2005. I guess arbitrary in that sense means like the get out of jail free card, you know, arbitrary, like we don't need to explain our rules particularly, uh, arbitrary in the sense of um, we're just going to do what we like um, and we don't need to explain the rules, but these are some kind of guidelines about what's going on. There. But thanks, Peter. Yeah, only f two or three, well, you say five or so hosting companies since 2005. Five. Right. Okay. So the, the plot thickens around this. I've got to say, I was out of action last week because I was doing uh, a summit, the Page Builder Summit. We did it last week, and I really didn't look at WordPress news at all. So during the course of this show, we may be stealing a bit from the week prior to that, but n never mind. That's just how it goes sometimes. So first up, I want to introduce this piece. Uh, it's over on the Jono Alderson website. It's jonoalderson.com. Uh, he is an independent technical SEO consultant, and obviously having Taco here today probably lends a, we'll probably have a really nice discussion about this one. Um, it's a similar thing, only this is the the, con the difficulty in understanding the difference between WordPress.org and WordPress.com, especially in search results. And so to paraphrase the story, I'm just going to quote, WordPress.com, which sells hosted solutions for WordPress, recently replicated the plugin directory from WordPress.org. This had some interesting SEO implications as .com may outrank .org when people search for plugins. That may also happen for more general searches for the kinds of phrases that might return plugins, e.g. WordPress security or similar. It may also affect the indexing and ranking both in both in both sites in unpredictable ways as they compete with each other. Um, this and then he goes on to why this is confusing to users. I will link to this in the show notes. You can read all about this yourself. So just from an SEO point of view, uh, Taco, let's go to you first. Is this strange? The fact that they're replicating this um, the, the, the plugin directory in one place. Is it, have you noticed, have you looked into this? Are we seeing things from .com taking over where it previously would have only have been the .org repo? Yeah, so as you probably know, John Alderson uh, was the head of SEO at Yoast until recently. Um, so he, he knows a thing or two about the WordPress community and um, the, the way that things work in, in WordPress. Um, I'm not an SEO specialist. Mm -hmm. so. Myself, I haven't been looking into the effects of what is already happening. Um, we did talk about what might happen going forward, and a lot of that is already in uh, in Jono's message. Um, but the the interesting thing is that uh, from an, an SEO perspective, it it is getting harder for Google to understand which one is the content that people want to find. Um, and as I said before, WordPress.com is a huge host. So uh, it's not strange that they ended up on the hosting page, uh, but it also means that they have a lot of, um, well, authority on that page. And given that WordPress.org doesn't have the best SEO strategy, let's put it mildly, um, there is a real risk that WordPress.com is going to outrank .org, which might have an effect on 
um, the discoverability of the, the open source project versus the hosted WordPress version. And um, one of the, the examples that we, uh, um, I actually discussed with, with Jono is there are so many subdomains for WordPress.org. When you think about right. um, the, all the make subdomains, when you have uh, WordPress TV, which is another thing, it's not technically a subdomain. We have the uh, mercantile. Um, there's a lot going on on WordPress.org, and that doesn't seem to have a coordinated, solid SEO strategy. So, yeah, because that is a little bit of a mess, or maybe more than a little bit of a mess, um, it, it opens the opportunity for .com to definitely outrank .org, creating this whole confusion about which is what. Yeah, and so... Just as we, we were saying a minute ago, you know, if we ended up on .com, I'd see the difference for a start. I'd just notice the font would be different, and I'd be like, oh, I'm on .com. I've ended up here somehow. And I'd, I'd you know, go to, go to the equivalent on .org or probably do the search again and put .org in it. But if I'm a novice user and I just am thinking about beginning my uh, website building journey, that, that, that stumbling across the .com, it may lead you to think, okay, WordPress is a paid thing now. You've got to stomp up a little bit of cash to get these plugins. You need to be on the business plan. Right, got it. So that's maybe that's where the, the, the criticism would come in is, oh, hang on a minute. Are we just capturing people who, who might have been wanting to do something different? Yeah, and, and then an interesting question that I don't have an answer to is the people who have, were searching for WordPress or building a website and they end up on WordPress.com, would they have otherwise been able to do a self-hosted WordPress install? Or should we look at WordPress.com competing with, for example, the new Bluehost Wondersuite, which is very much aimed at helping people launch their website, which is making big parts of, of installing a WordPress site a whole lot easier, as is WordPress.com. Um, so I'm I'm not sure if we're actually losing the people that the purists like us feel we're losing. Because if they knew about the open source project, wouldn't they be searching for that specifically? That is really interesting because so you mentioned Bluehost Wondersuite. So this is a kind of like almost like an AI driven onboarding process where you sign up and you go through some process uh you know you answer some questions and at the end you've got yourself a site so yeah. that that then maybe if you're on the dot-com side you, let's say you're an employee on the dot-com side you're looking at these innovations from hosting companies and you're thinking hang on a minute in, if we don't do anything about this in the next five years we're going to become an irrelevance because all these hosting companies will have things which are far more seamless to to get going with okay so i hadn't really thought about it from that point of view thank you Taco. Yeah. that's interesting. i mean i, I will, don't want to put up a, to make a commercial for for bluehost but yeah you haven't played with wondersuite yet it's you interesting should. yeah it's yeah yeah definitely um i i would trust my mom to be able to build a website and that says a lot i would trust your mom to build a website as well just so that you know uh <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> yeah I've never met your mum, but I'm sure she's lovely. Uh, okay, so Rob or Zubir, do you want to chip in on this one? So it kind of 
the issue I have is I agree with the SEO side tackle. You're bang on the money. It muddles the community a little bit by doing this. And I think it was deliberate. That's number one. But number two is we're all WordPress purists. We all live and breathe WordPress. The average business owner who owns XYZ Jewelry Store doesn't care. He wants a website. And I think one of our problems as WordPress developers, designers, security people is we're all trying to sell WordPress as a solution instead of selling the end result. So for the end user, it doesn't matter. And, you know, you look at all the screaming that's gone on, all the upset people, you know, me included, but we live and breathe this stuff. The, these business owners are using it to do their job. And at the end of the day, they just don't care. And I think it's an attempt to be able to take on the Wixes, the Weeblies, and the Squarespaces of the world more than anything else, in my opinion. Thank you very much. And Zabir, anything on this one? Uh, Nathan, first of all, that WordPress.com and WordPress.org, uh, you know, class kind of thing remind me that popular, you know, Spider-Man uh, meme that you went. <laughs> uh, I hope if you guys have seen that meme. Uh, anyways, it, it's not the kind of context that, uh, first of all, that's my very personal opinion. It could hurt the community. That's one thing that I know it could hurt the people who contributed for their plugins. Uh, it's a hurt for them. Uh, but before going to any conclusion, we need to listen the, you know, story both sides and we have to look at, at the both side of the picture. Uh, as Samad has the statement that WordPress plugins are launched under the GPL license and anyone can put make them further more, you know, marketplace, it will give them more exposure and it will give them more, you know, users and downloaders. But on the other hand, I think so before going such kind of act and action, the community should be taken under the confidence, you know, they should tell them rather than the community know these things. Uh, by some tweet and by some screenshot that, okay, WordPress.com replicated the whole WordPress.org plugin directory. And one thing that I'm uh, finding it, uh, you know, problematic that there is no backlink towards the original plugin at WordPress.com. It could be given the, you know, the disclaimer should be given. It is available free as well. The kind of thing, uh, we are in WordPress ecosystem, but think about a person who came from out of the WordPress ecosystem, searched for a plugin, and he thinks that WordPress could be suitable solution for him. And he purchases a plugin from WordPress.com. But after a while, he finds that he or she can find that plugin, you know, free as well. So think about that. It could hurt them to the level that they leave the entire WordPress ecosystem because they will feel they are robbed. They will feel they are, you know, they can take that kind of plugin for free, but they have paid for it. It, it not give it could not it will not give a good uh, you know perception to them about the WordPress ecosystem. So you know the act should be clearly you know should be well aware that they are doing these type of things, and the community should be taken in the confidence that okay, if your consent is here, the plugin owner consent is here. So. Such big kind of act should have, uh, you know, uh, uh, the things that done under before uh, creating awareness about it. 
Let's put some context into this. So first of all, if you if you're on the WordPress.com side of things, let's say that you're a user of WordPress.com, in order my understanding is in order to access uh plugins, um the, these plugins, the, the, all of these plugins that we're talking about, you have to be on the business plan. I don't know yep. what the I don't know what the fee for that is, but essentially you're being presented with a uh, here's a plugin. Well, you found it off uh, you found it off Google, say here's a plugin. Um, but in order to get through the process of using that plugin, you if you stay on the .dot com side of things, you need to upgrade to the business plan. So it, it I guess you could sort of say it feels a bit like a. a dark pattern or now called deceptive design you know are you putting something in front of the user which is kind of teasing them into the upsell um the other point that um jono made which i think is quite interesting is not only is the dot com a bit of an seo juggernaut and it's doing really well when you compare it to the dot org side of things but he's saying uh there's some simple solutions to this why don't we just for example um no index no. those uh those links for example, just make it so that nobody's following anything from anywhere. The other point that may be of use here is that my understanding is you have to be logged in. Yep. Uh, you have to be logged in as a .com user in order to see these. And if that's the case, maybe that adds a little bit of context as well. Um, Taco, no, am I, have I got that wrong? I'm currently not logged in, and I'm seeing it in the search results after okay. searching it specifically. Um so I don't think that is true. However, what WordPress.com did change since the uh, feedback that you've gotten is uh, a big box that says this plugin is available for download to be used on your WordPress self-hosted installation with a download button to .org. So this was the next. This was the next article uh, that I was going to raise. So that's per thank you for the beautiful segue there. Uh, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Great. Um, my understanding is that since that article came out, and I, probably not in direct response to that particular article, but, but you know the groundswell that articles like that probably created, this box now exists, um, and you can see here that it says free on the business plan. So that's the that that's the controversial bit that you can see there, and then down here. It says this plugin is available for download to be used on your WordPress self-hosted installation. So this box uh, looks like it's been added in subsequently. But my understanding, and again, I could be wrong, I may have parsed it incorrectly, is that this just leads to the .org repo, not to the plugin page. And if I'm wrong about that, I do apologize. Yeah, so uh, hovering the download button sends you to the zip file immediately. Nice. And the uh, WordPress self-hosted uh, part, which is a link as well, links to an article on WordPress.com that explains the difference between .com and .org. Okay, so that's kind of curious as well if you think about that, because I would have expected that that download link to be a link to a page, not a download of a zip file. I mean, I know it says download, so obviously that's totally legit. There, there it is. No. But in... You know, I, I'm expecting kind of like another button here or something which says visit the plugin page on the .org repo or something like that. Um, and I'm expecting this to, I don't know, basically I'm expecting to get to the repo page so that I can go and see the reviews and yeah. all the information about it rather than getting the download link. Don't get me wrong, the download link's jolly helpful, right? Um, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking that maybe there should be something there that 
gets to that page as well. Maybe that will change in the future. But it, it doesn't go far enough, Nathan. And the other thing, I don't like the wording because it said this, it should be this plugin is available for free and for download. Like, let's put the right wording in there. They're not, even though they say on the business plan, it's free. If you scroll down, the link to the uh, .org page should say this plugin is available for download and is available for free or something along that line. So like, let, let's clarify it. Yeah. Okay. I don't like the wording to personally. No. Okay. So, it, I mean, it, let, okay, so this box got added. That I, I think that's an improvement. Um, whether or not it's improved it where we'd, where you know the four of us on this panel would like it to be is questionable, but at least well at least it's there right. At least there's yeah. something. Maybe in the future it'll it'll get better. But uh, I should say that this screenshot came uh, from Sarah Gooding's piece uh, on the 20th of September, entitled WordPress.com plugin page adds download link for using plugins on self-hosted sites. So you can see this story seems to be running. And various people have contacted Matt Mullenweg, and he appears to be uh, responding on Twitter. Maybe we'll get to some more of that later. Um, and he is saying that some of these ideas are good. So let's see where that goes. Uh, and some of the plugin authors would like some stats uh, about all of this as well. A anything else to add to that before I move on? No? Okay, let me just quickly... Um, raise a couple of comments. First one from Peter. Thank you, Peter, commenting rather a lot. Thank you. There is some interesting conversation about what the make marketing team can and can't do. As a community that benefits from marketing WP, we need to pay attention to that more. Thank you. Um, internal linking. So they rank on WordPress self-hosted. I'm going to have to think about that for a moment. Um, yeah. Well, what, what Alan is saying is that because the link text is uh, WordPress self-hosted, it will be seen by search engines as if you want to learn more about WordPress self-hosted, then this is the URL to go to, which is linking to WordPress.com uh, to the article that they have about self-hosted WordPress. So it ah. is benefiting WordPress.com as well to have that li internal link. Okay, so just to be clear, I'm going to put the screen back on again. We're back to that screenshot again. This, yeah. Where does this link go, Taco? Can you clarify yeah, that for me? WordPress.com go slash website dash building slash WordPress dash quite a long link. Uh, but it's an article where uh, WordPress.com explains the difference between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. Okay, so yeah, thank you, Alan. I hadn't actually noticed that, to be honest. So that's really an important thing to say. So I, I for, for reasons unknown to me, I'd assume that went out to a .org page, but uh, Taco's corrected me on that. So yeah, interesting. The the plot thickens, as they say. Thank you, Alan, for that. Courtney uh, is just saying she's, oh, good morning. She's just saying she's got her morning, morning coffee in, in her hand and she's she's joining us. Thanks, Courtney. Appreciate it. We're, uh, as, you, as you might imagine, we're talking about WordPress.org and .com. <laughs> I expect, I expect most of the WordPress community have been doing that for the last week or so. It may be that we're going to move on to something else. Yes, we are. Uh, this is exciting for me. Um, I do uh, a podcast, well, this one, WP Builds, but also uh, I do one for the WP Tavern. And the WP Tavern this week are in the news for themselves, which never happens. So that's really great. Um, and it's because WP Tavern have launched, wait for it, 
forums. Now, it kind of feels to me like I haven't been to a forum website in absolutely ages until I read this and suddenly thought, actually, do you know what? I probably have been more than I more than I'd like to think about. But yeah, it's very simple. WP Tavern have launched a forum. Um, it's just begun. There's very few posts on there. In fact, this is what it looks like. It's using BB Press, and you can see at the moment there's not a great deal of traction. But if you're in the WordPress space and you like to learn about the latest news and so on and so forth, you probably are hitting WP Tavern quite a bit. And so now there's going to be some forum attached to it. Now, the, the interesting thing is this one here, which seems to have the most uh, most interaction at the moment, um, this discussions tab is going to be a place where the posts that Sarah writes can be discussed. So in the comments section, I don't think it's live yet, but I think it's coming. Maybe it's only if you're logged in, I'm not sure. Um, you're going to be able to start a comment, sorry, a thread in the forum from the comment section. And also it will be highlighted there. Sometimes the comments on um, Tavern get closed, you know, they're old or what have you, and they've been closed off. And so now it will clearly demarcate, okay, the conversation can carry on over here. I think it's very difficult to start a forum in this day and age because of, you know, things like Facebook and the fact that everybody's surrendered everything to social media. But um, I, for one, will be making great use of this. I'll definitely be hopping in and out. I feel it'll be uh, a real useful resource to me. But uh, yeah, WP Tavern, bravo uh, for doing this. It was a total surprise to me, which is, I love surprises like that. Uh, it's not really news, but I don't know if any of you three want to say anything about it or the tavern in general. So I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So um, I'm curious what the the goal is of having these forums. Um, what kind of discussions will eventually see, other than comments on posts, because that's what we already had on the tavern at mm. times we had quite lengthy discussions on um, the tavern uh, articles so I'm I'm not sure what new audience uh, they're trying to get in, with the forums um, but definitely keeping an eye out uh, to see what's happening there um, for me, it means there's another stream of information that I have to monitor every week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Sarah, Sarah doesn't really talk about the purpose more in the article, um, by the way, which is called WP Tavern Launches Forums. Uh, she just talks about what it is and the technical aspects of the plugin yeah. that they've used, which, as you might imagine, is, is BB Press. And a few people actually in the comments uh, said that's kind of a, a curious decision because BB Press hasn't been uh, the, the most updated of late, shall we say, but it's no. still fully functional uh, service. So, yeah, I don't have an answer for you about that, I'm afraid. But um, I, I'm going to just just because I have an allegiance to the tavern, not not just because of what, what I do there, but because I, I've always found it to be a fabulous place to as like a first point of call for the news on on WordPress. Um, I'll, I'll be hanging out there just because to see how it matures and see what happens. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Rob. Uh, that's okay. And that's okay, Taco. I think it's an attempt to try real stuff back in off social media a little bit too. I, I hate to say it. Like we all went through this spiel like 15 years ago, where if you had a blog, you got 30 comments on your blog. And we all know those comments all happen on X, formerly known as Twitter or Facebook or wherever you want to put them. 
And I think it's just the tavern trying to reel it back in. And for people like me, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea because I'm fed up with that meta company. So, you know, we, you know, I, I think it's not a bad idea to try and reel some stuff. So I just think it's just an attempt to reel stuff back in off social, in my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Zibir, anything to add? Uh, Taco and Rob has uh, said very interesting about the forums. I guess forums, open discussion are always in favor of the community. And, you know, the more the forums, the more the discussion, the more the clarity and the more, you know, the inclusivity and all that type things. And I guess uh, one of my input is that it's a good revival of BB Press plugin as well. Uh, you know, Yay. through the WP Tower, it, it will give a huge boost again to the BB Press. That was a, a great plugin. Uh, and from 4,000K uh, to it now loses to, towards I, around 200K, but it will be a good revival after the WP Tavern Spotlight and, you know, it will get again a boost again. Uh, yeah, I, I have this sort of slight regret um, about doing everything on social media for the longest period of time yep. and, you know, putting really important things that I wish now I had said elsewhere on my own property. I guess it'll be an SEO piece as well. You know, let's say that in five years time, there's, I don't know, 6,000 posts on there or something. There will be some juice to be gained from that. But um, yeah, there was a fabulous, um, there was a fabulous presentation at the Page Builder Summit last week by a chap called Alex Standiford. Go and check him out. He's a, he's a developer. Um, he works at GoDaddy uh, currently. And he uh, is a real advocate of Mastodon, but mm. not just Mastodon for the sake of, oh, Twitter, I don't like anymore. Let's just go to that social channel. <laughs> His approach is that he wants WordPress to be at the center of everything that he does socially. So he's rigged up a theme and he's coded various bits of that theme so that he posts on his website and then it goes out everywhere on all the socials, primarily Mastodon, then replies come back into his website. So he has this one spot and it's basically the same regret that I've got, which is that I, I've put stuff on Facebook. I will never see that again. And some of it I probably would have liked to have been in, in my own database so that it was there. Uh, so anyway, go and search alexstandiford.com. You can see his journey uh, with all of that. So anyway, bravo. Well done, Sarah, for getting that pulled off. I will be, uh, I'll be using it. Thank you very much. Right. Okay. Let's try the next piece. Let me just raise it onto the screen. Community news carries on. Uh, WordPress community team invites organizers to apply for hosting next generation WordPress events. So again, back on the tavern. Um, so a little while ago, we had COVID and COVID in some situations, I think it's fair to say, really did put a spanner in the works for WordPress events. Obviously, they're getting back onto a, uh, a footing. We had the first UK event uh, since 2019, the other day, uh, not far from from where I am, but it overlapped with the summit, so I wasn't able to go. It, literally, it would have been probably the closest WordPress event to my house, and yet I, just, I was shackled to the computer doing the uh, doing the summit. But um, yeah, so the, the we've got this idea of we, okay, we need to revive WordPress events. Well, we could go back to the old tried and trusted uh, local WordPress events, but maybe maybe this is a time to just throw everything up in the air, throw all the cards in the air and see where they land. Let's try some new experiments. And so that's what this is all about. They, we're kind of calling them next generation, but 
when I spoke to Angela Jin about this, she wasn't entirely sure that that name was going to stick, but it seems to have done. Next-gen events are hopefully the, the future of WordPress events, and it won't be just the usual show up, there's a couple of tracks, there's probably some launch in the middle, and that's how it goes. And then there'll be some sort of after party and a sponsors area and things like that. So the idea here is to put on really different things. And here's some, here's some ideas. The list spans the range of ideas such as college campus-based groups, sponsor networking days, show-and-tell nights, job fairs, events for agencies, WordPress retreats. I like the sound of that one, uh, and many more. There's obviously caveats around what you can apply for, but if you've got an intuition, that an idea, a quirky idea that you've got that might be a WordPressy suitable event, there's a form linked on this website where you can, on the Tavern website, where you can go and fill it out. But the, um, the organizers will be asked to identify a category and do the following thing. They've got to show WP expertise in some way, shape, or form. They've got to show that the activity will be focused on training, recruiting, networking, contributing, conferencing, et cetera. Uh, it could be something to do with um, identity-based women, um, you know, LGBTQI and all of those kind of things, uh, and obviously topics that are suitable. But it's no longer just limited to get a track going, get some speakers and put it on. There's much more to it. So I don't know. I, obviously, Taco, in the in the introduction that you gave to us, you said you're an addict to this kind of thing. Yes. Does this, like, does this freak you out a bit or is this a bit too weird or are you happy to see these changes? A little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so, sort of all of the above because the, the traditional WordCamp is easy to understand in concept where um, we know what a conference looks looks like uh, we know what a meetups meetup looks like because we we as the inner community have been doing those for ages um, at the same time post covid I think we're seeing um, well we're at the very least we're seeing a lot less word camps coming back uh, post post covid but also meetup groups that used to be really big. Uh, looking at yeah. my own group, um, we we always had a sort of strange schedule with four times a year, but we then have somewhere between sixty and hundred people uh, at our meetup. And the last time post COVID that we tried our meetup, we were looking at twelve people, and as if we lost a part of the crowd from WordPress. But also, people no longer want to spend that time traveling to an event. So the things have changed in the past, well, almost four years since we had our most busy year for, for WordPress events. Um, heck, almost five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I do think that there's a need to switch things up and a different focus group, different target audience might be just that. Um, but I'm not sure. And, and I'm not sure I saw one of the uh, suggestions is to have a half day uh, walk around the city kind of yeah, event. That was one. Which is amazing if you're local. But as a, um, a company sending people to an event, 
I'm yeah. not sure. Well, I'm pretty sure I don't want to pay my staff to walk around the city half a day without, well, with probably even less measurable uh, results from that interaction. So yeah. It, it makes it nicer for a local community, I guess, harder for the companies that typically would travel to a whole lot of events in their region. So that's a really interesting point, right? Because for me as an attendee, the idea of everybody going on a walk around the sea, that's cracking. I think that's brilliant as an attendee. But if I was exactly what you said, if I was a company who paid, and, and in some cases you can pay fairly large amounts of money, depending on the size of the booth you get and so on. If I've paid that amount of money, the idea that let's say one sixth of the event, if it was a three day event, let's say, or a two day event, a quarter possibly, and a whole morning was taken out to walk around, I can see how you may very well be saying, do you know what, we'll, we'll miss that one out. So that's going to be an interesting one in terms of the sponsors and how those kind of fun things trickle down with the sponsors. And I know that Yoast has been an amazing um, company, not only in terms of contributing to core and things like that, but turning up to more or less every event that is, is organized in the WordPress community. So hearing you say that is, is interesting because that gets my spidey sense going a little bit thinking, okay, we'll just have to see what the sponsorship piece looks like there. And, and obviously if it's a half day walk, do companies really want to attend that kind of thing? Fascinating. Yeah. And so the interesting thing is that we have someone in the comments who works for a, uh, well, competing company, uh, GoDaddy, that's Marcus, um, confirming that very same problem. So Marcus says, from a sponsorship side, it will be more difficult to get sponsors to pay for a half-day city walk. Yeah, it, probably. Uh, thank you, Marcus, by the way. Um, that was one of the ideas mooted. And, and it, it, actually, it wasn't just mooted. I think that one is either has taken place or it will be taking place. Or, or certainly that one is a firm booking in the, in the calendar. I don't know. Uh, it says feature. It was the Bengaluru, uh, WordPress, WordCamp Bengaluru, one day events. I'm reading this off the Tavern Post featuring uh, the local culture and a walking tour of the city. Um, so, yeah, but again, just to reiterate, the idea of the walking tour isn't like de rigueur. It's not like from now on you've got to do a walking tour. Uh, there was a whole range of other things there, college campus style things, sponsored networking days, show and tell nights, job fairs, events for agencies, WordPress retreats, and many more. I don't know what the many more are, but there is a link um to the concepts for next generation event organizers on the post so you can go and go and link to that but that is interesting because the low ticket price for the events which we're so used to in wordpress you know 39 49 something dollars that does i'm sure that won't even pay for your food let alone all the other things and that i think the chasm between the ticket price and the actual price is often met well, there's a bridge there, at least anyway, and the sponsors are part of that. So, I, I think typically when you look at the traditional WordCamps, the, the micro-sponsor uh, package, um, those are the packages that cover the real cost for attending. Yeah, 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 thank you. Um, Anand says these kinds of concepts can be experimented first at local meetups. Good point. Um, the only problem in the UK, at least, is that those 
basically are not really there anymore. That's uh, largely sort of dwindled and dried up. Although my local one, WordPress uh, Leads, is coming back in in real uh, in real life uh, this month. So that's that's a that's a good thing. Um, f- and then Atif uh, says from an overnight uh, sorry from an overweight developer, Walk is just <laughs> not the doctor ordered. Ah, I got the. You get the Covenant of the Day award. I like that. <laughs> Self-deprecating. Brilliant. Mm. Um, competing- no- sorry, sorry. No- I'll just read Marcus's one and then over to you, Rob. Competing hosting company, says Marcus Burnett, but still a big fan of all you lovely people. Yeah, look at that. Thank you. Love nice. you. Yeah, nice. and, and that's a good comment from uh, Do The Woo Podcast Hub from our, our dear friend down at the bottom. That oh, yeah, yeah. Just seen that one. Yeah, so this must be Bob. Hi, Bob. Uh, it seems that these events will be, of course, more localized and sponsorships are going to have to relate more to the specific event time to get creative. Yeah, I yes. wonder I wonder if they are more localized, if it'll be more uh, local companies, you know, because I well, don't know. At, no at that point, it makes sense to have a half day uh, city walk when you're doing a pub crawl and all the pubs are your sponsors. WordPress yes. pub crawl. Love oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to that one. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually had it the day before WordCamp Europe in Sofia. It was a sponsored pub crawl. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> sponsored back, pub crawl. Back, back in 2014. Life doesn't get any better, does it? Uh, that's really interesting, though. Um, so what it feels like, like I said at the beginning, what we've got at the minute is a pack of cards, and we've thrown it in the air. And they, the cards have not yet landed. But really interesting wrinkles there being seen. Yep. You know, Yoast coming from the horse's mouth, Taco there. Definite considerations about what that means for sponsorship and obviously the long-term future of these events may, the fulcrum of that may be um, sponsorship. So we'll have to see how that lands. Oh, just so that you know, um, I, I don't know if it was written in that piece, but my understanding is that the flagship events, for want of a better word, so the Asia, WordCamp Asia, WordCamp Europe, WordCamp uh, US, my understanding is there's no, there's no, thought even of making those different it will be the normal traditional thing that you're used to i think at the moment that's too big of a giant to move maybe there'll be things that are added on but you'll be able to attend in the same way that you ever have uh wordpress <laughs> marcus wordpress pop crawl what could go wrong democratizing <laughs> democratizing beer that's <laughs> those stories outside of the <laughs> yeah that's right markets. Yeah. i have a few <laughs> find the pubs that use then you've <laughs> <laughs> find pubs that use wordpress for their website and then go to those there's bound to be loads of them let's put it that way okay so let's move again, on just to, to reiterate because uh, yes sponsorships uh, will be more challenging um, but again, I do think that we need to figure out a new era of WordCamps because right. we do see that what we did in the past doesn't necessarily work anymore. Right. So the worst possible thing would be atrophy, wouldn't it? If we literally did nothing, um, those events would continue to decline, presumably. So creative thinking needs to be done. But then I guess, Taco, let's imagine that there was one put on, maybe even by you, I don't know, um, like an SEO-themed one. That feels like a total shoe-in. I know you've got your own uh, Yoast con, so that might not quite work out so well. But do you know what I mean? Imagine the same in a different industry where an event comes along and it really is right up your street. Let's say oh, I don't know, speed optimization or something, and that was one of the events, then you can imagine the likes of 
WP Rocket and a bunch of hosting companies showing up for that. So yeah, okay. Yeah, All sure. right. So getting creative is definitely the answer here. Uh, yeah. Both sides, both the funding and the organizing. This has got to be the name of this episode, Democratizing Bad Decisions. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. That's brilliant. Marcus would like a strong milk to go with the cookies democratized. <laughs> oh, lovely. I love this show. It's great. Okay, let's move on. We are, we are using, as we so often do, um, WP Tavern quite a lot. And I make no apologies for that. And here we have another one, but it is about something entirely different. We'll get to that. WordPress Accessibility Day 2023 announces diverse speaker lineup. And this is just to say that that event is going to be happening, well, really soon uh, in a couple of days' time. The lineup looks pretty amazing. I've, I've got, the, uh, got the lineup here. The schedule is beginning at 2.45 UTC. I'm not going to mention everybody's name, but what I'll do is I'll just quickly scroll through it and you can see if there's any of these things that uh, that you, you think you'd like to watch. But obviously, accessibility uh, is as important as more or less anything online these days. People are talking about it like they've never talked about it before. So to have this event dedicated specifically to WordPress and accessibility is great. The, the thing that this article wants to triumph, uh, sorry, to trumpet though, is that uh, the sponsors have come out in droves. So that's good news. It's great to see that the sponsorship for these online events hasn't entirely dried up. I, I know how difficult that can be actually. So they've done a tremendous job in getting the sponsorships there. That's brilliant. But also um, they've got a lot of signups. 1,248 people at the time had registered from across 30 different countries. Um, and they have a diverse lineup, and they say that the speakers come from 10 countries. This is an, you don't see this too much, and it's a nice thing to see. 67% uh, female, 30% male, and three non-binary, 14% LGBTQ, 41% non-white identifying, two first-time speakers who've never spoken at any event, um, and 11 of the 27 speakers identify with having a disability. And so if having diversity in your speaker lineup means a lot to you, which I hope it does, then, uh, then this looks like an exemplary event. It's starting in a couple of days' time. Go for it. Right. Anybody want to say anything on that? What I love to see is that it's not just uh, the usual suspects from the WordPress community who typically speak a lot about accessibility, but they really found some um, experts from outside the WordPress community to uh, come and talk about accessibility. So that is pretty awesome. Yeah. Honestly, just take it from me. If you've never run a, an online sort of summit event, it's not, it's not easy. I don't mean it's hard. I just mean it's a lot of work. And uh, so putting this kind of work in and doing it in this way, oh, bravo. Really, 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 really well done. Just going through the speaker list again, uh, just because why not? It's brilliant. Uh, Rob or Zubir, anything you want to say to that before we move on? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. Uh, Zubir, should we move on? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, another event then. Just a quick one. This is happening a little bit later. Obviously, we've got Bob on the call. He loves a bit of woo, does Bob. And uh, probably loving a bit of woo sesh. October the 10th to the 12th. It's all about uh, WordPress and particular woo commerce, store builders, that kind of thing. 
And there's little for me to say other than that if that's your thing, then you can register now for this free event. Uh, you go to woosesh.com and put your name in that little box there and they will keep you updated. You can follow them at woosesh on the whatever that thing is called now. What is that thing called now? What the heck are we doing with that? Just what? call it Twitter. Just call it Twitter. Do you think that'll go on forever? Give <laughs> me anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. What even does that mean? Uh, anyway, there you go. Lovely, lovely event. Go get yourself subscribed. Okay. So I don't suppose anybody's got anything, so I'm going to move on. Um, this is just to say bravo to the Openverse project because it's won an award. It's won the 2023 Open Education Award. Um, and they're seeking community feedback for 2024. I don't really know much about this award, but I guess in the space that they're in, winning any kind of award is just a bit of a, you know, a bit of a hat tip to them doing the right things. They were one of 16 winners from more, more than 170 applicants, and they were commended because they should be, apparently, the recommended search for OER development due to its clear licensing and easy one-click attribution, amongst many other features. That's all I've got to say about that. It happened. Bravo. Don't suppose anybody's got anything on that. We've got a, we've got bigger fish to fry, haven't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good round of applause to Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. That's great. Um, ten up, giant ten up. I mean, I don't know what their workforce is, but I think they, they punch above their weight quite a lot. They're one of these agencies that seems to be talked about an awful lot. They have combined um, with a company that I'd never heard of before because they're outside the WordPress space, a company called Fueled. And so this is an amalgamation. It's a merger. It's not a takeover. Uh, and I think it's basically to to bolster their offering. It looks like the Tenop team, if you like, are going to carry on doing their WordPress-y, CMS-y thing. Uh, but they've joined forces with Fueled, who are experts in building out enterprise-level um, mobile applications. And when you look at the laundry list of their clients, it really is quite the team. Uh, so they have worked with the likes of Verizon, the United Nations. Check this one out. Apple? What the heck? Uh, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, amongst many others. So, I mean... If you're a customer of 10 Ops, firstly, congratulations for being successful enough to, to work with 10 Ops. But also, uh, I guess the message that they're trying to put across is that nothing is basically changing from the WordPressy 10 Ops side of things, um, business as usual. But this does grow their team, the combined team, to 400 plus people who can now not only build you a WordPress website, but looks like their team can now build you a fabulous mobile application as well so hat tip i'm actually going to be having a chat with jake goldman who's the ceo of tenop in a few days time so i'll be able to report back what he said but I don't know if either any of you three are into the agency space and have comments on that just congratulations it's a big deal yeah uh i think uh, nathan i want to add one thing uh, i guess it's a killer combination to have a mobile application and what uh, you know what best cms having under one roof so a huge congratulations from my side. Uh, at our agency, we have researched about it that the way the people are building the uh, you know WordPress websites. At that rate, the mobile applications are not building it up, and you cannot lose the you know uh, the mobile users over your you know you cannot lose them as well. So it's a good idea to have a for a business for anything. 
that having a uh, website and mobile application uh, simultaneously for your business so i uh, i must congratulate stand up for having a you know partner agency that builds enterprise level mobile applications and at our agency we have built a saas system for it that converts your wordpress website into a mobile application for ios and android users i don't want to further promote it here but i just want to say that it's a killer combination it is it, you know if you're in the market and you are oh i don't know some giant blue chip company let's say in yeah. the uk like british telecom or something like that and you know that you're in the market for a cmse type web website infrastructure but you also need something to combine and it's got to be done on every mobile platform on earth yeah. you got to think this is this is now a team which is going to be on your shortlist um yeah. you know they can do the full monty as we say in the uk it just seems pretty impressive 400 people that is quite the agency how many have you got over at yoast taco oh a lot less um I think we're around worldwide, around 130 right now. Yeah, so they're not exact numbers. Massive, massive, massive company. Um, so yeah, 400 people, pretty darn impressive. So congratulations to them. As I said, I'm doing an interview, so I will report back when I have chatted with Jake. Uh, anything else from anybody else? If not, we will go on to something else this is just a hat tip i was reached out to by a, a uk agency called filter um and paul halfpenny from filter he said would you like to do a little show with us and so we we've decided to do it uh we're going to release this show every month it's called unfiltered and we're going to take a topic in this case we did a topic um, and it was all based around accessibility, believe it or not, given everything that we've been talking about today. So just really a little plug for that show. You can see it looks very similar to this show in terms of the way it's all laid out. But um, so, yeah, we're talking uh, with experts in different areas. And this is our second run. And we're talking about accessibility. The link will be in the show notes. If you want to subscribe to that channel on YouTube, it's brand new. So there we go. All righty. Uh, I'm just going to say that this exists now. There is a new citation plugin, um, which adds citations via a block in the WordPress editor. That's all I'm going to say. You can check it out on WP Tavern. Uh, a hat tip to uh, somebody that I know reasonably well, um, Munir Kamal. Uh, he's also based in Pakistan, I think, Zabir. And he has got this fabulous suite of products called Gutenberg Hub. If you're using Gutenberg and you want to do interesting, fun things, with your Gutenberg-based website. He has a suite of different plugins. And I noticed he, he never reaches out. I have to sort of figure this out for myself. So it's not him sort of pushing the agenda. I found it myself. He's gone for a different pricing model. He's now doing um, a sort of bundle deal, like out everything all in one. So if you've got one site, you can get everything he does for $39. If you have multiple sites, up to 10 is $70 at the moment. And up to a, uh, an unlimited, up to unlimited, <laughs> doesn't make sense, uh, is going to be $99, $100 a year, something along those lines. So just a hat tip to him. He's always trying to be creative, and I think his work is absolutely brilliant. So there, there's that. Uh, this is the page. <laughs> this page means nothing, but I couldn't log in. So I'm going to I'm gonna say introduce this one very, very quickly and then throw it over to Rob. This is all about post status is Slack. You wanted to raise that, I think, didn't you, Rob? What was going on this week, post status and Slack? 
Um, post status uh, paid a small fortune for, um, shall we say, uh, professional Slack or paid Slack, and they've announced they're going back to the paid version. Sorry, to the free version, which doesn't bother me at all. Like, really, I I don't get it. Why why spend seventy grand on the paid version of Slack? It it makes no sense. Is that what their bill was coming to? Was it in the order yeah. of seventy seventy five thousand dollars? Somewhere in there, and I I just think that's absurd. I'm for a community like let's. Let's just carry on the conversation. The free version for what they're doing works fine. So, what is what's okay? So, obviously, there's a there's a difference between the free and the paid version. Is it largely that the posts evaporate after a certain? Yes, that's of one days? of the yes. one of the big things. Some of the ways huddles are used internally in the paid version, which I don't use either. So, I'm okay. As I say, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is such a giant amount of money to swallow, isn't it? 75000 for a sort of comms thing, which presumably is is used internally, but also most of it is not internal. It'll be for their community. I wonder what their community think. I mean, divorce, like get rid of the subject of the $75,000, which we understand is just a crazy amount of money for a piece of software. But I wonder if um, that community, which is kind of like the second home for the project in a way, isn't it? I wonder if there's a fear that some interesting archived history will disappear, but also if, you know, if you go on holiday for a couple of weeks, you come back, you've missed everything, haven't you? Because yeah. it's all been... I, I haven't. A couple of weeks is 90 days. So 90, oh, good. about your holidays. Yeah, my holidays are not the thing. For some reason, I had it in my head that it was 10 days. Maybe, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, that seems... And cool. I haven't seen that much squawking about the downgrade. Like, really, being in that community, I haven't seen a lot of complaining. I mean, Corey Miller would be a, a good one to approach and find out, but I haven't talked to him, so I don't. Well, from the horse's mouth here, Michelle Frechette, um, post status first paid year on Slack was discounted and sponsored. Oh, I see. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's so they were paying, but they were on a, a discounted rate, which has now been withdrawn, and it's suddenly, yeah. I think, I guess the, the trouble with a community so important as post status is just that that sudden disappearance of stuff which you've been so used to for so long but obviously if they can't uh if they they can't justify it, and let's be honest seventy five thousand dollars is not a drop in the ocean is it then uh yeah we'll just have to see how that goes but uh like <laughs> like taco said don't go on holiday for 90 days <laughs> put it on your phone <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, carry it one more michelle just posted another comment saying oh, there we go. response thank you michelle for clarifying yeah and, that's and nice. i get that michelle because the person to be negative about this would be looked at and said okay well then pay up that's right yeah yeah so, yeah yeah you don't know what you've got till it's gone. That's the thing, isn't it? It's just they've been people who've been in that post status community have been so used to the, that capacity to just uh, you know go through everything forever and ever and ever, and now that's going to change. But uh, my my feeling because it's a because it's a thriving community and it's it's up to date every day, isn't it? You know, stuff's happening all the time. Yeah. It's more about what happened in the last few days than what happened three years ago, and so the archiving yeah. is. Probably less important than, uh, yeah. than we're making. Well, it. and, and sure. at the same time, uh, Postetters uh, released the new sort of sponsorship um, offerings that they have, which are really, really reasonably priced for uh, hosting companies, for plugin companies. 
So if you go to poststatus.com slash join, I think it's from the top of my head. Um, uh, yeah. You can see what, what their new offer is. And that's actually, uh, well, if you're using post status a lot, then I think it's a no brainer to join because a thousand bucks a year for most companies shouldn't be that much of a, of a problem. Especially oh, nice. All the large companies that we have in, uh, in the space. Okay. So here you go. So let's plug the post status offering then. So if you're a digital agency, uh, we, we won't go into the UVPs, but uh, that's going to be $1,000 a year. It says join now, $1,000 a year. Uh, products and plugins says the same thing. And then hosting providers uh, is going to be a slightly different experience once you're in the community, probably. That's from $5,000 a year. And it lists out all the benefits. Um, and more, just about everybody in the WordPress community, including Matt, uh, is always in there just making comments and so on and so forth. So, yeah, go check it out. Uh, and got to say it, nice new looking website. Really nice job. Won't say yeah. who, but it's a good job. I like what they did. Uh, looks really nice. Very clear and to the point. Yeah, good job. Thank you for that. Right. What have we got? I think this is me launching the site. Oh, no, no, no. Here we are. Um, this isn't an article that I put in the, the rundown. This has come directly from Rob. Uh, Element.how. Greatest WordPress hosting review. Go on, Rob. Tell us what this is about. Oh, I came across this last week, and I just thought it was interesting. It took some of the big hosting providers and broke them down. Taco, you'd be noticed you're ranked fifth in such a list. So I have to mention that since you're on there. But it kind of, kind of broke down some of the providers and what people are looking for in some tests. Now, I do know that some hosts, and I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, either Marcus or Courtney, uh, GoDaddy didn't submit the testing for this review. So that was uh, that was interesting. But they're, there was, there. they're listed as number six. I don't know. Oh, they are in this set. Sorry, yeah. guys. So, so there's some big hosts on there, but it gives some people an idea of what to look for. I think that's important. Boy, this is a long article. I definitely didn't have a chance. It's not interesting. Elemental it's listed. Good yep. Not interesting. Um Obviously, they've got things like Stratic under their sleeve as well. So, yeah, an exhaustive breakdown. Uh, nice piece. Okay. So, again, I'll link to that in the show notes, and you can nerd out on Take all of the dates, da data and graphs that that particular piece shows us. 10 greatest WordPress hosts, fastest from 1,000 plus GT metric tests, published on the 12th of September. Okay. Right. I think we've been putting it off long enough. Uh, here we go. The piece of the day. Oh, yeah. um, so <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. My role in the WordPress community, I decided long ago, was not to get involved in controversy. So I'm going to introduce this one. I'm going to drop the bomb. Then okay. I'm going to walk away. And you guys can uh, try to <laughs> try to diffuse it. So this um, comes from Twitter. You see Twitter on the page. This is Say Read. Uh, who says, I filled my first WordPress code of conduct violation report today. After 11 years of being in the WordPress community, I wrote about it and published the report itself on the WP Cooler site. And as luck would have it, we have that website listed as well. And in this piece, um, Say goes on to talk about, well, she basically lays out what her code of conduct violation report contains 
and um, and essentially it's about an exchange that happened. I think mostly on Twitter, maybe some of it yes. ended up in post status, or at least some remedial work yeah. tried to be done in post status to sort of alleviate the problem. I can't really remember, but um, it was between um, co-founder of WordPress, Matt Mullenweg, and Say, but. Yeah. This all happened when I was on the summit, so <laughs> that, that, at least from my perspective, made made me far less aware of what was going on. Rob, you brought this to my attention, so I, I'm going to hand it to you to uh, to okay. defuse. So I'm not going to defuse. Uh, <laughs> um, for those who don't know, and I'm going to do a little self-promotion, I dropped an episode the Friday this all happened of my podcast called The WordPress Dumpster Fire. So I'm not defusing. Um, I think Matt, over as a CEO, overstepped rounds. And what I think it comes down to is he acted in behavior that we that mental health experts would call being a bully in my opinion what, what was it about um it started off with the were the plugins being on the dot com being ranked higher than the dot org and then it just morphed in the community stuff and there was heavy discussion going on on x twitter and matt jumped in and it got to the point where matt actually blocked and unblocked people in the middle of the discussion so it was about the thing that we were talking about earlier, the .org, yeah, the plugin. That's what, start, that's what oh, started. Okay. And, okay. Then it, uh, and then it got into leadership and why the .com and the .org leadership should be separate, which I've already touched on today, my opinion on that. And it just got worse. And I'm sorry, but any – and not only that, he threw several hosting companies under the bus – who sponsor and contribute to WordPress all the time? So we I confess be- I haven't seen any of these tweets yeah, apart from totally. the apart from the one that I've seen just there. Yeah. So, so we, have, it, we have to be really well, careful here, uh, Nathan, because if you threw, say, you were the NFL, the National Football League, and you threw your sponsors of your games under a bus. They would drop you like a sack of potatoes tomorrow and be done. Describe describe what under a bus means in this scenario. I mean, we know what the phrase means, right? But what what would can can you remember, recall, or have on yeah, the screen? He he, criti- he basically criticized um, some hosting companies for conduct, and he criticized some hosting companies for even using WP in their name and for making money off the WordPress project. Right. Okay. Um, and how has it landed? How has it been over the last few days? Have tempers? Come, I mean, obviously, uh, in this article, we we are we're to understand that Say thinks that this isn't finished. She wants there to be an official investigation. So we know we know what the WordPress code of conduct is. It's the you know the the requirements that you have to honor. Let's say at a WordPress event, there are various things that you are expected to do, and and I don't, I actually don't know what the sanction is. For not obeying those, but say clearly thinks that that the the commentary that went backwards and forwards, some of those pieces were in violation of that, and so now we're in the the period of it's been lodged, and we have to see who decides what. We're like a, in a little tribunal stage. Yeah, I, I think we do, and I don't right. think like in past these kind of blow ups sit around and manifest for a week, and then they go away. I think this one has calmed down. But I don't think it's going away this time. I think there was enough said. It went from Twitter to post status Slack. Um, I know the weekend after it happened, 
The minute I let go of the podcast, Matt and I had very heated conversation in post status. I'll make I'll make no bones about it. So, you know. And then it just has gone on from there, to be honest with you. Um, okay, there's got a few bits of commentary coming in. Whilst I look at those, Taco or Zubir, have you got anything you want to add for this or are you are you staying away from this one? Well, I've learned not to approach dumpster fires because you never know what's in the dumpster. Yeah. So um, I try to stay clear as much as needed. I, I hate to see that a long-time valued contributor like, say, um, uh, felt and was treated in such a way that she felt this, this need to um, not only uh, write the incident report, but also uh, post it online. Um I, I don't like that kind of behavior from anyone. And um, yeah, other than that, I, I don't want to get involved too much. I just hope that we can at some point um, all play nice again and yep. yeah, respect each other. Yeah. The, the, respectful the, discussions when we disagree. The, the curious thing about the age that we live in is we're so connected and that's brilliant. And we're so connected, and that's a nightmare. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, you, you can, you know, it's fabulous. We can write something on, let's say, Twitter, which seems to be where this all happened, and it can spread far and wide, and it can do enormous good. And then you can say something, and it just, you know, maybe it's not the best version of yourself or what have you, and, and stories like this emerge. Um, a bit like you, Taco, I don't see my job to to sort of pour f fuel on the flames, but I think it's kind of important that we raise it because it's definitely been a thing. Um, I guess we'll see um, where this goes. But Zabir, do you have anything you want to contribute to this? Oh, well, Nathan, Taco, I have listened to Taco and Rob. I must say, WordPress uh, looks good with a more open discussion, ideas and adaptation. It's a good thing for the WordPress. Uh, you know, controversy, drama, it's not a good trade for WordPress. It's not a good thing, not in, not a good, uh, you know, about the kind of things are happening since the last few weeks. So I must say both the parties should avoid it. <laughs> and uh, let's talk and discuss and get the solutions. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. I got the feeling, like you said, Rob, I, I imagine this story will blow over. But equally, it may well crop up in a few weeks' yep. time. Obviously, we'll see how this code of conduct violation request well, goes. And what I want to add is, if I can, Nathan, sorry mm -hmm. to cut you off, is no, no. Our, our clients don't really care. I said this earlier in the show on something else. The, the people that are WordPress users, the installations, the companies, it's only us people that live and breathe this stuff that really care a lot about what happens in our community, the people outside it that we sell services to, they don't care. They want a website that runs, they want to run their business and they want to stay away from all this. So it's worth Yeah, it. yeah. That's true actually, which kind of speaks to the how cool the community is. You know, if we if this sort of stuff actually matters, um, you can imagine a, a, something like this, a, a storm wouldn't happen in a different community. You know, pe people just wouldn't be that bothered. It just, you know, it's just the way it is. Okay, so we definitely don't have um, we definitely don't have the answer to this. We'll see what happens in the days, weeks, and months to come. But certainly, it'll be linked 
in the show notes. I have got nothing else to say, which is about perfect because it's coming up to the exact time where we've got to end. So <laughs> I'm just going to round it off by saying thank you so much to Rob for joining us today. Thank you thank so much to Taco for joining us today and Zubir. Thank you for joining us today. It is now Zubair and Rob and Taco. The well, all right, yeah. Rob stolen <laughs> Mythonda. It's that slightly humiliating moment where you've got to raise your hands in the air, give us a wave, and uh, that's it. Thank you to everybody who made a comment. Really appreciated it. We will be back with a different panel of guests next week. I don't know, maybe some of the same guests. I can't honestly tell you, but uh, pleasure having you, the three of you, on today. Thank you so much indeed. I'm going to end it now and say have a good week and we'll see you later. Uh, and guests, if this video doesn't stop in about 10 seconds time, just hang around. Sometimes it just gets in a loop and uh, I'll be back with you in a second. <laughs>